Previously on Kawaii Quest. What? What's its name? Karen. Really? <sighs> the great outdoors. You just want to spread your dragony wings, don't you, my gorgeous boy? You know, I really feel like it's up here. I agree. I can practically smell the loot. Ah, it smells like victory and air freshener. That old spice. You three can't just keep making up your own quest and going off gallivanting into the mountain forest. In Enchanted Tara, there is always a dragon in the mountains past the deep dark woods. Hmm. Honestly, it's like you've never played a JRPG. Stop saying random strings of letters like they mean something. Okay. Then tell me what you're planning. Well, we will track the great beast Karen. The beast. To its lair. Obviously in the mountains. Defeat it in glorious combat. Pistol Pete is preened and ready. And then... Steal its loot. But why do you think it's called Carrot? I used to work in retail. I've seen. I know. The beast. He knows too. Nobody has reported any caves in these mountains. If they had, I would know. I found a cave! Regardless, there hasn't been a dragon sighted in these parts for a hundred years. What do you call this then? I'm a dragon! Hello, adventurers! Seriously? Avalanche! It's over 9,000! Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Radio. Kanichiwa, and welcome to a new episode of Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are my co hosts, Coco and Kenny. How you doing, guys? G'day. Very well, thank you. How are you today, Kyle? I'd be better if uh, High School Prodigies had have been a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, that was, that, that that, was less than average. Can I just say it? that episode eight of this show is bat guano nuts. It that, is... What, ha- what it. happened in Very episode eight again? So w- without spoiling anything... Um, Not that there's it, a lot for, to For spoil. those who aren't aware what we're talking about, this is High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World. It's currently airing... Um, that is the full title, by the way. There's a few with full, long titles this season, I'm isn't looking there? forward to going back to single-word titles. Well, that's ten <laughs> words in that title. That's, that's, <laughs> like that, that's sort of approaching Picasso levels of name. Fate's yeah. grand order <laughs> no, of, the no. <laughs> of the classroom presidents. Oh, who no. So, um, th- th- this series is an isekai. Um, the seven greatest um, of everything high school prodigies yes. get teleported to another world. One is an inventor. One is the uh, very, very young prime, uh, prime minister, minister of, Japan. of Japan. One how of them is a journalist. Is no, she's not. <laughs> how old is how old is this prime minister 15, of Japan? 15, 16, all of them, I'd say. The, the <sighs> merchant's probably the only believable character because he's just like, I'm going to destroy the economy. But anyway, yeah, one of them is the it. world's greatest swordmaster with her katana. And she helps guide a missile... By running oh, yes, alongside that's what it she does. through an inferno. Um, she makes this using... thing turn 90 degree corners yeah. with, her, yeah. with her bare feet. It's, She's not wearing shoes. It's nuts. Like, I, I was giving the show a lot of liberties to start with, but this, yeah. was, this was the moment it jumped the shark. 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, jumped the robot shark, and yeah. um, I think uh, this, <laughs> the, the uh, Godzilla shark. this kind of sparked the whole uh, argument on power fantasies between it us. It is, which actually does bring us to the hero is overpowered but overly cautious, also just known as cautious hero if you're looking on Crunchyroll. That's seven words, so that's a little bit less. <laughs> yeah. We're score. heading down we're, in the words. <laughs> we'll be going back up in a minute. Oh. Great <laughs> grand order of the cautious no, hero. we'll be here forever. <laughs> so, cautious hero, we were a bit hesitant to watch this one um kenny in particular you were a bit some of the stuff you'd saw mm. online had you concerned i had seen a bunch of clips about just how the main character interacts with the world and honestly i just cannot stomach the guy you felt yeah. like you, you'd seen it all before mm. it's, it's another a bunch of cliches are <laughs> played into this and i feel like they are done so to sort of satirize and parody uh the isekai genre yeah but however me and coco got together a couple of nights back and yeah. went Let's watch Let's it. Let's watch it. We got eight episodes in. Honestly, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm I like it. It's Look, got it's got the comedy. It, it's, um, it's it's not it's, safe for all ages. No, hmm. but at the same time, it doesn't seem as questionable as high school prodigies. Yeah, it, it did seem to have. It had l- inappropriate focus. This is the sort of the thing of the anime genre is. You guys will like this show. I won't, but that's the thing. There is yeah, something, something for, for everyone, everyone mm. in this thing. Mm. And that that does bring us to one which I think we all just kind of went, why haven't we started watching this already? <laughs> and that is Welcome to Demon School Arumakun. Now, we talked about this much earlier in the year after mm. it won one of the Manga Taisho Awards. Yes, uh, we were comparing it to... Um, Rosario Vampire. Yeah. And it is quite similar. Very. Almost down to the colour palette and the school uniforms and everything. Even some of the building design as well. Yeah, I mean, quite, ad- quite. admittedly, this does kind of lean a bit more on the um, sort of Soul Eater style of building design where it's kind of a bit wacky. Mm. Quite, yes. Having um, not seen Rosario Vampire, um, mm. I found it a new experience. Pretty yes. original <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. So if, I guess if you haven't seen um, Rosario Vampire, this this is definitely going to be completely different from anything from the past couple of years. But this just takes the bucket full of comedy and just splashes it all over that. I, ca- I kind of feel almost like it's bordering on Harry Potter as far as like the just just that first initial scene. Like if you had to condense like. <laughs> Um, the first 10 chapters of Harry Potter into three minutes. That's what it would look like. Oh, that is the thing about this anime. It is so fast. It just, it gets right to the point, but it mm. does it in such a crazy now, way. I love the granddad. Yeah, <laughs> so, so uh, essentially what happens in the first couple of minutes and is the main plot for the story is Arumakun, his parents are literally scum and mm-hmm. they, they say so as much with the voiceover who has a lovely, deep, resonant voice. And yeah. they, His they, parents are scumbags. Yeah, he <laughs> has to work because they he refuse works, they to. Refuse to work. too bored. And then off screen, they sell his soul to the devil. <laughs> yep. Makes me wonder... How did he get born if his parents are so averse to work? Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he gets you know adopted by this devil who essentially the, the he's like you know there's the punchline that you know demons and devils all eat humans. Mm. So it's like well we have to disguise you so no one knows you're a human. But here go to a high school filled with demons. Yes, yeah, we've <laughs> dumped some perfume on you to make you not smell human. But you're still a human. Meanwhile, the demons next to him are going, something smells good. Yeah, yeah something smells so we great. don't know how good this disguise is going to be. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch more of it. Yeah, and I actually have watched a few clips ahead and uh, the, some of the side characters that are about to be introduced. Oh, dear gods, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> 
Well, look, we do need to talk about what we're doing this episode because the sun is out, the weather is warming up, it's a great time to get out and about in nature. Well, at least if you're in the southern hemisphere. But for everyone in the north, I'd bet you'd be missing those warm, sunny days and we're having the solution to wash away those winter blues for you. This episode is all about outdoor anime and that's from wintertime camping in Yuru Camp to diving into the oceans in Grand Blue Dreaming. See, there's everything. Yes. Everything for every... It's like both hemispheres. Yes. We're looking at three shows that will warm you up and give you ideas for the summer, whether it's here now or in six months' time. But first, time for the news. Making headlines. Really? Sort of. Anime news. A big announcement out of Anime NYC and a delay to Babylon. This is Kawaii Anime News. Funimation have announced a batch of new and returning series arriving on its streaming service this week. Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, Madoka Magica, Silver Spoon and the first two seasons of Black Butler are now available on the platform along with season one of Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation. More content from Aniplex is expected to appear on the platform in the future as part of Sony Pictures Television acquiring Funimation, Wakanum and Madman Anime, the owners of Anime Lab. Kyoto Animation have announced their annual awards event has been cancelled this year due to the studio's current condition. Announced in 2009, the awards allowed writers to submit their novels, mangas and scripts with winners potentially having their work animated. Prior submissions to the awards have inspired several animes including Free, Love, Chinobio and Other Delusions, Beyond the Boundary and Violet Evergarden. Staff of enhanced boxing anime Megalobox have announced a sequel to the popular series is in development. The announcement was made at New York's Anime NYC event with TMS Entertainment confirming the news with a video on Twitter. The anime originally aired in 2018 and was created as part of the 50th anniversary celebration for boxing series Ashita no Jo, featuring an original story inspired by the classic manga. This season's crime mystery anime, Babylon, will have the remainder of its run delayed until December 30, according to the show's official Twitter account. Seven episodes of the show have already aired on Tokyo MX and Amazon Prime, covering the story's first two arcs. The reason for the show's surprise delay has not been announced. Several new specials are on the way for several of the past year's big shows. The second OAD episode of That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime will be available to stream on both Funimation and Crunchyroll from December 4, and the series will also see three more original anime DVDs, or OADs, released next year with the manga's 14th, 15th and 16th volumes. A third OVA for One Punch Man Season 2 is also on the way and will be released with the season's third Blu-ray disc on December 25. The first two minutes of the special has been previewed on the series' official website and showcases Genos and Saitama at home. Heading to the bookshelves, manga series The Demon Girl Next Door is going on a two-month hiatus due to the author's health, with the series expected to return in January 2020. Creator Ito Izumu announced the delay on Twitter with a series of images explaining their struggle with autonomic ataxia and the need to spend time recovering. The manga adaptation of the light novel series My Youth Romantic Comedy Is Wrong As I Expected is entering its last spurt, according to the manga's 14th volume. The light novels the manga is based on ended in 2017 with an anime adaptation titled My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu running for two seasons with a third planned for 2020. And the manga version of Makoto Shinkai's anime blockbuster, Weathering With You, has been licensed for international release by publisher Vertical. The adaptation launched in Kodansha's Afternoon magazine in July, with the first compiled volume released in the past week. 
In dub news, Crunchyroll have announced four more shows will be getting the dub treatment. This season's Ascendance of a Bookworm and Welcome to Demon School Arumakun, along with last season's Magical Senpai and If It's For My Daughter I'd Even Defeat Elite Demon Lord, will see stubs in the coming months. Over at High Dive, a dub for the coming of age anime, O Maidens in Your Savage Season, is also on the way and expected to appear on the platform from December 20. And that's your anime news for the week ending December 1st, 2019. Megalobox. Yep. Oh, I'm so happy. There's, I've there got was the song in my head now. Yeah. It's such <laughs> oh, good so music. The music that. for that series is amazing. If you haven't seen Megalobox, uh, I'd love to tell you to go stream it online, but at the moment you can only get it in physical copies, oh, which is infuriating. You know, if you love sports animes, if you love boxing animes, or just something with great fights in it, Go buy it. Mm. It's amazing. It's it a great is. series. It's such a well-told story as oh, well. Wh- Anyone who's a fan of Rocky yeah. has yeah. All very the much emotion of it. Rocky. It's, it, does. Yep. Oh. it even has montages. Yep. We're Good have montages. Have montage. <laughs> you, sort of you do. Now, um, there are quite a few random other things to mention as well from the news that I couldn't fit in and mm. you could tell it was pretty chock because of everything that happened at Anime NYC. Yeah. So TZ Master Takagi-san's second season lands on the international version of Netflix on December 6th. That's oh, this week for listeners. I am. <laughs> I can watch it without having to look down to find out the timestamp for the actual scripts. Um, <laughs> and last season's Wasteful Days of High School Girls is receiving a live action series hey. and it looks utterly bananas. Yuru Camp is also getting a live action Action series so that's starting January 10th and will appear yes. on Amazon Prime. So happy. Yep. And Grand Blue Dreaming is also getting a live action film in summer 2020 as well. How are they going to achieve that? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Considering. <laughs> Yep. The uh, subject matter, we need to talk about this. We, we definitely yes. do. Um, but there is one very other random thing that happened this week in anime news, which we need to talk about. Which is a very other thing. It's a very so, other thing. So, the Pope was visiting Japan. Pope is dope. Okay. <laughs> there are this some anyway. very interesting photos of the Pope walking around wearing an anime happy. Now, if you're not aware what a happy is, it is a loose-fitting, open-chested shirt. It's like, you know, like a business attire shirt with the buttons at the front, except there's no buttons. It's designed to be open. Is it short-sleeved? Yep. Yes. And it was bright pink with cute anime girls on the back. Um, Wasn't there a picture of him on the back? Yeah, anime. As well. yes. Anime-style Pope on the back as well. I love the uh, fact that he wore <laughs> that. I mean... You, you I, would, I, I you? don't think he bought it. I, I imagine when he got off the, you know, the oh, yeah, plane, they would have given and it. they went, "Here is your gift for visiting Japan. It is a happy of you. We hope it makes you happy." <laughs> He's this singularly revered figure in the world. He's this like guy who's always around people who are, you know, bowing and praying and all that kind of stuff. To receive something like that, that's just, it feels so utterly mm. random. Thank you, Japan. Considering all the work he does with orphanages and such, like, you can imagine he'd be like, hmm, the kids will love this if I put this on. <laughs> I really hope it actually does say the Pope is dope on there in Japanese. Oh, that would be somewhere. great. Like, that would be amazing. There must be a translation. Anyway, um, on the note of both Grand Blue f- uh, Dreaming and uh, Eurocamp getting live action adaptations, we might as well kick on to the next section, which is to talk about a diving anime which is perhaps not featuring as much diving as it should. Kawaii Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalog. 
Now, we were pretty hyped for this when we, we first saw it because uh, we were coming off uh, watching Eurocamp and a couple of other animes. That were really comfy. Yeah, and this mm. one had a poster that just showed people diving in this pristine, shiny ocean. It was wonderful. Now, let me... Uh, let me give you the synopsis. First. <laughs> so, just to clarify, oh. we're talking about a series called Grand Blue. Grand mm. Blue. Now, this is not to be confused with Grand, Grand Blue, Blue Fantasy, Fantasy, which yes. is based off a Chinese mobile game and currently airing its second season. Mm, this is also known as Grand Blue Dreaming. Exactly. So, in um, the manga itself, it, when it's released in Japan, it's just called Grand Blue. Mm-hmm. In English, it's retitled as Grand Blue Dreaming. The same also goes for Europe as well. So I'm not sure what the French equivalent is, but there were three words on the French title. That so. is definitely pertinent information if mm. people want to go looking because for it. Because if you just search for Grand Blue, you're going to find Grand Blue Fantasy mm. by default at the moment. What happened to um, with a friend of mine, I recommended gra- uh, Grand Blue to him. And he was he came back the next um, week and he was like, um, what... What did you say it was again? <laughs> he was like, it, it doesn't like this doesn't look I like it's diving. It's, it's about diving, and he's like, I saw no diving in it whatsoever. Like, not <laughs> oh, even just a imagine an isekai diving anime now, just like hmm. Anyway, please, Kenny, enlighten us. What on earth is Grand Blue dreaming about? Well, I'll give you the story. This is the tale of Kitahara Iori. He's moved this beautiful, pristine seaside town just. Picture everything from every, like, car ad or holiday Mm. ad you've ever seen. And he's there to attend his first year of college. Uh, To wit, he'll be living in a room above his uncle's dive shop. It's called Grand Blue. Which is on the beach, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, it's right on the beach, right on this, like, beautiful blue water. Just a heads up that the scenery in this anime is stunning. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And he's looking forward to spending every day that he isn't studying, either diving in the ocean or reconnecting with some childhood friends. This does not pan out. <laughs> no, it does not. See, we thought this was a diving anime. It is not. Well, it well, is, but diving is diving the vehicle to connect the people, not so much to demonstrate the diving. The moment he sets foot into his uncle's dive shop, Grand Blue, he meets his co-workers and his, um, shall we say his enforced friends. <laughs> his, his college seniors. His they club are all, members. They are all as drunk as it gets. Drunk as sailors. Drunk as skunks. They are bare-ass naked playing scissors, paper, rock who, to determine who would do like a basic chore. When when asked like why why they're naked to do it, they ask like how else do you play scissors, paper, rock? <laughs> you know what? I love that philosophy, but more on that later. <laughs> they are, uh, as he uh, basically chose to leave, these two bare-naked, like, super muscular blokes chase him right down the street in broad daylight. Great massive sensor bars on their gentleman areas. <laughs> and it's just like, this will determine half of what you're going to see yep. a lot of, because yep. this is less fan service and more man service. <laughs> Like last last week last uh, last fortnight we had uh, the manime we had uh, Fist of the North Star yeah yeah this is man service a lot of naked men <laughs> muscular naked and these men. guys are twice the size of him both ways oh yeah easily. so they are uh, con- constantly is just sort of overpowering him in that respect and constantly uh, peer pressuring him into drinking yeah because like isn't there a case he goes oh can I have some water and they hand him a glass and he drinks it a clear and then liquid he, um, he'll, he'll set it down. It out. And then he puts a lighter to it and it catches a light. It combusts and it's because like, it's pure vodka. It's, it's pure vodka. And he's like, 
this isn't water, it's vodka. And they're like, but it's the same colour. It'll do the same thing, right? Did that do the same with oolong tea? Yes, uh, he asked for an oolong tea because he didn't want to be drinking. So they poured him, and I have the recipe here. It then uh, advises you not to try this at home. (laughs) I uh, looked up some people who did. Not 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 good. (laughs) So uh, that is nine parts vodka to one part whiskey. That's that's not nice. That's not nice. What? That's not nice. That, that would get you drunk. That sounds like a, a like a hangover. Yes. Yeah, so, is uh, that the yeah. name for this cocktail? The hangover. Uh, no, this is this is oolong tea. And <laughs> speaking <laughs> just of just like hangover, a Long Island iced tea. Speaking of hangover, <laughs> they're nice. He's uh, first night with them. He basically tries to outdrink them. Uh, Big mistake. Embarrasses himself in front of mm. um, his cousin slash crush. Japan, we need to talk. Well, yeah. she's not actually his blood-related cousin. This uh, is so Chisa. Chisa. Yes, yes, yes that's yeah. right. That, that makes Kotegawa a lot more Chisa. sense. I was not aware there was no blood relation, but let's be honest, Japan, we need to talk because you have this real thing about saying, they're related to me, but it's not by blood, and therefore it's okay. <laughs> Uh, that was very Zap Brannigan of you. <laughs> Why, thank you. I want you to bring <laughs> out the Zap really more often. Blood. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kenny. But so he basically stipulates on his first uh, night drinking with them that he needs to stop because he needs to get up for school at nine o'clock. He needs to be at the university. Oh, yeah. So they say, don't worry, we'll make sure it happens. We'll he, make sure you're there. He uh, drinks, he Trust blacks us. out. He wakes up also pretty much naked in looks front of the school yeah, at 8.45 a.m. It's just like with the crowd got, surrounding him. You know, he's got some time to get some breakfast and head to his first class. What, what breakfast? Un- unprepared he's, otherwise. He's, he's got. He's wearing his boxes. He's got no wallet on him. True. He also doesn't know how to get home because he's new to the area. Pretty much. So basically, this is the kind of thing you can look forward to because every episode is just the drunken mm. antics mm. of these crazy fools. I mean, admittedly, there is an overarching story about them learning to scuba dive and getting their license mm, to do so. Because he can't swim. No, he can't. Um, But it's that gradual story over it. And you do get introduced to this wide-ranging cast of characters who are all very energetically animated, exciting, and fun. I I loved it. I really did. Yeah, Yeah, it's very enjoyable. I I can't wait for that, because as we mentioned in the news, the live-action film coming, I I can't wait for that. I've been trying to find as much information as I can on this live-action thing. All there seems to be available now is a uh, single image showing mm. like these two people like wearing board underwear or board shorts. Towels. Now, I had to do a little bit of digging, but I believe I actually have a source who has revealed when the live action will be well, coming out. The, the only detail we had at the moment was summer 2020. And what are they saying? July 2020, July to be exact. See, but we've got to be careful because we did think this was a similar case with the Konosaba movie with it meant to be out in August and it ended up being two months after. Yes, that's right. Can I explain why this touched me? Okay. <laughs> why did the so bad anime touch you? Please explain why the naked man anime I touched am, you. I'm, I am from a mixed Mediterranean background, and in that background, um, nudity is very normal, very yeah. commonplace. Especially in a hot place like Australia, it's very normal to just walk, you know, it's early in the morning, it's your family, who cares? Mm. Who cares if you're wearing clothes or not? And... I haven't seen this in other cultures. And no. seeing this, I mean, like, I know that you obviously have to wear nothing when you're going to an onsen in Japan, but yeah. I haven't seen this before. I'm yeah. just starting to think, are there nudist colonies in Japan? Where are they? 
Are there places like the bit like in France, for example? There's a bit. There's um a yeah, town a called few beaches, Cap Dagde. Yeah, there's a few. Um, this particular one is a nudist town. You can just walk around certain parts of it completely naked. The yeah. shopkeepers won't be wearing clothes. You know, it's just the way it is. Some danger about going so to a butcher. I'm there. wondering if there's <coughs> any similarity. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I'd like to buy a pound of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm just wondering. It is. What, it is I interesting, like the this. the relationship between nudity and um, commu- like culture as well. Because mm. when you think about it, like a lot of the reason that nudity is kind of ignored or like looked at badly is normally to do with the background of the nobility of the area. So I think the it will depend. As well. well, there's religion, and then there's the cultural nobility. The idea of you know wearing fine clothing and frocks and so on. That checks out. Mm. Mm. But um, look, with Grand Blue, this started as a manga in 2014. It's still going, actually. Oh, yeah. And um, they only ended up having 12 episodes for the season. They're 24 minutes of pop, though. They're not short form or anything like that. And it was done by Studio Zero G. I'm not too sure what else they've done. Uh, Me neither. I know what the uh, other, the manga creators have done. Mm. Uh, They've been responsible for uh, such titles as Amagi Brilliant Park. Oh, I love that show. I I have a feeling we're going to need to do that in another episode later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hagani, which was another interesting one. Yeah. And Baka and Test, uh, those creators being uh, Yoshiko Kimitake and Inoue Kenji. I believe I've got those correct. I'm sorry (laughs) if I screwed up. That's all good. Now, um, Look, th- this is a show that was aired on Amazon Prime internationally, I believe. From yes, uh, that's one of the only streaming services available for you to get it. But um, do we know what the rating is? Uh, PG. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. How? How is I it? I guess the censor bars. I mean, that is another thing. <laughs> you don't see anything. I mean, you see everything else. <laughs> That, I mean, that's you know, it's the same sort of thing as Tumblr's be, rules to do yeah. with you know a certain part of female anatomy. As long as you can't see it, it's fine. Actually, yes. uh, on the subject of what you were saying about how, like having seen this first in an anime, I actually think this is the first I've seen like proper alcohol culture and college alcohol mm. culture because yeah, no- normally it's very reserved. It's we're going, we're, you know, we're going to go for a mixer and we will drink there and then we. We will go home. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think we've only really seen a lot of high school stuff in anime because mm. it's generally it's dedicated it's to preference. that sort of an audience. But uh, everyone online I've seemed to encounter reviewing this seems to call this basically college life the anime. Yeah. But the question is whether or not they're Japanese or whether they're talking about what their experience was at you Oh, know, no, this was from some Japanese people as oh. well. And... I don't think I had the same college experience as a lot of these people. Well, clearly, we need to go to university in Japan. Yeah, that's I, I, like. can, I can let you know my university experience was like that. Is this just, just what club activities are like in Japan? <laughs> well, it, yeah, po- possibly. But I mean, that's kind of what like a lot of uni's cultures like. like for, for the uni I went to for my undergrad, there was a. Well, we had Were like there a lot. There, well, there weren't there were clubs, but no one really did them. I, I just hung out with a lot of the guys who lived in the student village yeah, who yeah. were like all international or you know came from different areas. Mm-hmm. And whenever the like every second week, the tavern would have a like fancy dress party. So of course, I mean, we that's would pretty all, much an encouragement. Yeah, what, we what, would all get really drunk beforehand. What and dress did you up. wear to one of these particular? Dress I dressed up, up as a fetching gorgeous girl in a pink boob tube and a short tartan <laughs> pink miniskirt with thigh high stockings and with all my hair sticking out. And at the time, I had long hair and I had a guy feeling me up from behind, and that was awkward. Um, <laughs> may I just put out wow. a call 
These photos must no. exist somewhere. No, they do not. Please. <laughs> please, for the love of all things and for my love, if you do have this any access to these photos, want, please send them to us. Send I them to my personal email. <laughs> <laughs> we just want anyway. to look at them. Anyway, <laughs> drinking culture, definitely a big part of that university experience. Um, and... And karaoke as well. Yeah, which, you know, does lead us to a very interesting thing. The outro song. They always <laughs> sing a karaoke. They're it's in a the, bar. It's the same song. They're singing this song and it's... It's clearly designed to be like an idol anime type of song. Yes. Uh, sung by cutesy girls. I've uh, been having trouble tracking down the actual original song for it, but it's supposed to be something like super serious and kind of gothic and uh, mm. that sort of thing in Japan. And it's just these guys, you know, singing along to it and then getting naked. Yeah, they're naked in this karaoke bar. Occasionally the ending will change depending on what happens in the episode too, which I always just adore in an anime. But every episode does end on the same note, with all four of them posing in the nude. Like the Ginyu Force. And then... That is, we are so sorry. Uh, Yeah, nut. As if they're just, (laughs) you know... They've shown all of these antics to you, the audience, and they're just like, we are very sorry. Yeah, but They're really not, though. Look at their faces. They're they're really not sorry. They're very happy, quite pleased with themselves. Wait, which faces? Their normal faces or their bloody titan faces? Oh, they do have titan faces, too. It's so so funny. uh, If you've watched Attack on Titan, you'll immediately know what we're talking about. But if not, (laughs) um, a titan face is sort of like... It's this very unusual style of drawing that the Japanese seem to have used for a number of years which was I think originally used for in like Ukoi for like drawing demons and like evils and the face has like deep shadow and very sharp ridges across like the jaw lines and where their bones are. Very caricature like features Mm. very very like expanded expressive eyes and teeth and stuff yeah very much so yes. Very expressive and so basically whenever like something devious is being planned by these alcoholics Mm -hmm. um, or outrage is being experienced Yes. By Iori, who shock has or been fear or again. anything. Mm. It's just, yeah, it is shown by these just over-the-top facial expressions. We'll make sure to put it on our social media um, <laughs> after this episode goes yeah. live to, so you can have a look. That was one of the things, though. Um, my final thought on this is the appeal of this anime. It's not just that it was just a great comedy experience, but I think it was a combination of the opening theme and the closing theme as well. Mm. I wanted to actually kind of look back at that because... I have this hypothesis that um, the opening song of an anime is like a handshake for the audience, right? It's um, and t- to be honest, the opening for this show was great. It was mm. so catchy, and you wanted to sing along to it. And it's like you know, I don't have trouble recalling it. As no, well. it's it's very memorable. It was done by a Japanese reggae band called uh, Shonan no Kaze. Oh. Reggae, yes, a reggae band. Like apparently they're like huge over there, especially in um, Okinawa and such. Mm. Which they do visit in the anime, so there you go. And yeah, it's like, there was just a lot of anime that season, which we watched, which just had great music. And I yeah. actually think this actually contributes to an entire season's appeal overall. I mean, we had um, Love is Hard for an Otaku, Place Further than the Universe, After the Rain, mm. uh, Kokoku, and Takanomi. Oh, K- Kokoku's OP. <laughs> oh my God. This is Kyle's it jam. Gets stuck it's in my jam. Head. It is my ringtone. I it love is. this song. But yeah, um... <laughs> What do you guys reckon about this? I, I, I loved it. Like I, I can't wait to see the live action film. I think it's going to be absolutely nuts. Um, I'm 
hadn't been mean to try and track down um, the copies of the manga because Yen, I think it's Yen Press or Kodansha Publishing have it out over here. How are they going to film the nudity scenes? I think they'll do the same Sensor thing. bars. Just No, but I mean, just <laughs> even the filming of it. It's like, there's just going to be an entire crew clustered around these people who they're going to add I, in bars I, on I, later. I have, I have an answer for you, but I can't say it on Actors air. have ways. Oh, there are ways. Yes. <laughs> I would like to say, as a closing thought, I love this anime. Any sort of representation of fun nudity that's not perverse it's just fun let's get on to it yep. everyone else should be nude and have fun you heard it here <laughs> first folks coco loves the man service <laughs> <laughs> well i i can highly recommend checking out you can find it over on uh it should still be on amazon surely right uh, yes now. it because is because exclusive rights yeah but with that we do need to move on to our next one and that mm-hmm. is actually a short form anime and we'll get onto that in a moment. Kawaii Fire Radio. It's over already. Quick, put on another. Another. Short form anime. Yes, our new segment, short form anime, because there's actually some really good ones. I can't believe I we do. got Liam Hensworth into the studio to do that for us. Yes, definitely, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not his brother's Chris. We couldn't afford Chris. Jeez, uh-huh. like, <laughs> wow. Um, so let's talk about encouragement of climb, or yama no susume, literally recommendation of mountaineering, which is uh, <laughs> I prefer encouragement of climb I, over the literal translation. I feel like this series is literally. Here, this is this is all. Look at all the mountains you can climb. This is the way you can do it. This is the difficulty. This is yep. how you prepare. Go climb the mountain. Japan doing us an educate once again. Yep, as well as Eurocamp, which follows it. Now, this I feel is the spiritual predecessor to Eurocamp. This manga started in 2011. Oh, wow. yeah, and mm-hmm. is still going in comic. Earth Star Magazine, which is a shonen magazine which runs, I think, monthly, which is why there's not that many episodes out. Um, it's had three anime seasons, all produced by Studio 8-Bit. Um, you might recognise those if you've been watching Reincarnated as a Slime, because they ran that. And what was it from this season they were in charge of, 8-Bit? Um... Oh, heck no, I'm just stuck on it. Now that you actually mentioned it, yeah, the animation quality is so similar yeah. to Reincarnated as a Slime. It's very similar. Ah. Anyway, they had three seasons. Season one aired in 2013 with all 12 episodes each running for only five minutes each. Mm. Which means if you get hold of it over on Crunchyroll, you can binge through that in, well, let me do the math. That's about an hour. That was so quick maths. That's 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 good. I can do that. <laughs> um, season two aired in 2014. The episode length increased to 15 minutes. And there were 24 episodes. There were also two OVAs, and then another two OVAs in 2017. And season three aired last year, 2018, for 13 episodes. Once again, at 15 minute lengths. Ooh. Now you might be wondering what this is all about. So essentially, it's about going mountaineering and climbing in Japan. Uh, Aoi Yukimura loves climbing mountains when she was young but she had a playground accident which left her afraid of heights when she was quite mm, young she it, was on a climbing frame yeah. fell through it and it resulted in her finding mostly indoor hobbies so now she's a really shy and timid girl in her first year of high school and Aoi has become so absorbed in these pastimes she can barely socialize with others and leaves her practically friendless of course enter on the left Hinata Kurase, a childhood friend from her climbing days, and then things start to change. So impulsive and high-spirited, Hinata insists on having Aoi join her in all sorts of climbing activities, and while she's fairly reluctant at first, Aoi quickly finds that her time with Hinata brings back fond memories of her childhood. 
And one of the things that uh, really cements her uh, wanting to get back into climbing is just the views. Mm. Oh, it and is stunning. The panoramic views in this anime. It's it's beautiful. I you can tell they've really done their research. Kudos and props to the artists behind these incredible vistas based on actual locations. And mm. these, oh, these are just... all actual locations you can go to climb. Mm. Which is, Well, we, we say climb. What we're meaning is hiking. Like, you know, cl- mm. walking up a mountain, not literally rock climbing the face of the cliff. Yeah, not uh, hammering those pegs into the no. wall and <laughs> roping around. Though, I'm not going to lie, if there is a rock climbing anime, I am so down for that. Uh, <laughs> we need to look into I need that. To look I'm into sure that. there must be. I've seen an anime which has competitive, like, slot car racing. I'm pretty sure I could do that. <laughs> that is fair. Um, so you've got a pretty diverse cast. Um, obviously, as they start doing this climbing more and more, they get to meet other people. Um mm. And it's just about these characters growing and the in, the relationship between them while it is set in these beautiful vistas and learning about things you can do while you're going out and about. And that's the thing. Uh, you've got, like, the character interactions. For something that is five minutes long each way, they pack so much personality and they development do. into it. And it doesn't feel rushed at mm. all. Like, what it's fantastic so well writing. Well, the, and when they go to 15 minutes, it's not as if they've stretched it out. It's just mm. three of those five-minute episodes yep. packed into the same space. Yeah, it's really impressive. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, you know, things have been, like you said, dragged out. It just feels more like a double helping of something you really like. Exactly. Mm. And I found that with the characters as well, I've, like... Um, Aoi is really, really sweet. You know mm. who stood out? Her friend mm. Hinata. Yeah. Just gives gives me Harrowy Susan Mia vibes. She does. She's got that cheeky, almost evil grin. It's like, I'm going to drag you into something that you're not going to enjoy, but it's good for you, and you'll <laughs> learn it the hard way. Can I say no, senpai? No. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this show. I wasn't expecting... Like, I think I, I watched it... Last year, yeah, I, th- I think when I it was airing, we jumped on Crunchyroll to see like the first few episodes. But mm-hmm. at the time, we were a bit distracted. Yeah, I was like, I was studying at the time, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, this looks good. And but then we watched it more recently, and mm-hmm. I was just like, we need to just keep watching this. Yeah, <laughs> just next, great. next, next, yeah. next. It's great to just curl up on the couch with. It really yeah. is. It's just like Eurocamp, which we'll get to. Yeah, and it I'm, I'm going to keep stuff. keep mentioning Eurocamp because yes. that that is literally the cherry on top. This episode, it is. It's um, just the cherry on top of all anime. So <laughs> with, with your cast, it's there's actually, and I'm I'm surprised by this because considering that it's started the anime six years ago, the fact that the cast they've got for it is so well known and renowned mm. is really impressive. So, um, Aoi Yukimura, the main girl's character, um, she is voiced by. Iguchi Yuka. Now she is the voice actor who plays Index in a certain scientific railgun. Uh, sorry, a certain scientific index as well. Cowgirl no, in certain Goblin Magical Slayer. Index. Mer- certain magical index, yes. certain scientific railgun. Yes, both of those. Both of those. The the Rail Dex saga. Uh, Cowgirl in Goblin Slayer and mine in this season's Ascendance of a Bookworm. Oh, and let's not forget Miyake Hinata in a place further than the universe. Ah, yes, as well. We will get to that next year because yes. we've got a lot to talk on um a place further than the universe. Um, Hinata Hakarue. Um, now, while she is, as we mentioned, got that evil sort of grin, she's a wholesome character. Um, she actually is. She's voiced by Asumi Kana. Now, she's the voice actor who played Marika Tachibana and Nisekoi. Uh, that was the police commissioner's daughter. <laughs> and Aina Yoshiwara in Grand Blue Dreaming. <laughs> Which so, we just talked about. Yep. And she also played 
Kazakiri Hyoka, the artificial angel in A Certain Magical Index 2. Ah, as yeah. well as Irie in Angel Beats, I yep. believe. The, don't, don't mention we that won't mention. Yep, sorry. We, we are going to do an guys. episode titled Tear Jerkers and subject Kenny to all of it. I feel, like, I feel like the standout voice actor, though, <laughs> is Saito Kaide. Now, Saito is a senior student in Aoi's high school. She also loves mountain climbing. Um, she befriended Aoi when they met in an equipment store. She is voiced by one of my favourite voice actors, Hikasa Yoko. She's the voice actor who does Mio in K-On. She's mm-hmm. the Senderwara sisters in Food Wars. Um, that's if you get to the end of season two. They're the two sisters who own a giant franchise and are judging the one of the finals. That's right, yeah. Um, she's the witch in Goblin Slayer. She's Rias Grammary in High School DxD. She is Freya in Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon? Yikes. She is she's Tachibana also Hina. the dragon girl in Arafaretta. <laughs> and Tachibana Hina in Domestic Girlfriend. Wait, what? Yes. She's he- what? What? Yeah. So what? So that's what you were giggling yes. about earlier. Oh. Also, she us. is in No Guns Life, oh, the yeah, anime yeah. that we're watching because this is why we watch anime. The guy with the gun. The guy with the, the gun. Red. We will actually head. talk about that next episode yep. as part of our uh, so intro because girl, that's an amazing show to talk about. And this girl is a year older. Uh, mm. Kaid is. Oh, the character of Kaide is a year older than mm. Aoi and Hinata. So, and she loves mountaineering. She's yeah. so into it. She She's a very, she's sportsy, but it's more of like a, I'm an outdoor sportsy person. I like, yeah. you know, kayaking mm. and adventuring and that sort of thing, as opposed to just, I'm going to go for a jog Not or run tracks. Not limited to a single hobby. Yeah. yeah. And then that also brings us to the fourth girl in our group, which is Oba Kokona. She's a middle school student. Aoi and Hinata met and befriended on a mountain trail. Her shoe had literally disintegrated yeah. and the front of it was flapping off, the sole was. She's okay. voiced by Ogura Yui. She is the voice actor for Priestess in Goblin Slayer. Pick up, that's three out of the four cast members are in Goblin Slayer. Yep. Uh, Tsukimoto Sane in Teasing Master Takagi. Now that, if you've watched Teasing Master Takagi, you know there's the scene where there's the three other girls in the series talking and running around. She's the dark-haired grumpy one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also Gorimi in Africa Salary Yeah, <laughs> so she's the gorilla girl in African Salary Man from the season. And it's hilarious. She was also in Masamune Kun's Revenge. She was. Yeah, and she I feel like she's the Mugi of the group somehow. Yeah, it's yeah. So if, if we're sweet. comparing them to Kayon characters, she's definitely the Mugi. Yeah, so these girls just sort of fight they've found each other and mm. they're just they're they're getting into mountaineering all together, aren't they? They are. And it's it, uh, it's one of those series which is Japan doing us an educate. They go, this is the type of things you can look for. Mm. If you're going to climb Mount Fuji, these are the things you need to know. This is the limitations that you have to be aware of. This is the equipment you need. And in all of my uh, favourites, Japan is doing you an educate uh, animes. It teaches you recipes. It does, which is great. And they're like, you can just do it this way and it's really quick and easy. And here's the ingredients. Just like pause it, screenshot the screen. (laughs) Also, parents are in it. Yeah. This isn't another anime where parents are dead. (laughs) Or or sick. Or sick. Or just parents syndrome. Yeah. Um, I think that's a very, that is literally a cornerstone of shonen Mm. stories, though, isn't it? It, uh, it comes up more than once by a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'd say more than 50% of the time the parents are absent, or at least there's only one parent. I'd call it 60. I'd call it oh, 70. I'd, I'd probably go as high as 80%, to be I honest. hear 85 from here. Do I hear 90? We 90. need to find stats. We do. Because I want to know this. I, I think this this is a feature in itself, the absent parent story. Uh, so, how many mm, animes are we going to have to go through? There's a lot. Yikes. J- just like, you know, 
me talking about uh, high school prodigies and how that's not what a journalist does. <laughs> and I've seen this. It's not just in high school uh, prodigies. This happens every year. This. There's some anime where like, I'm a journalist. No, you're a ninja. You're not yeah. a journalist. No. Yes, why does this keep happening? Why does Japan think that journalists scale buildings with grappling hooks? Because Japan, I guess. Um, well, I, what's the first mountain they, they climb? Is it Mount Taco? Um, yes. Yes, Mount Taco. Mount Octopus. Mount Octopus. And yeah, it does have a giant... It's a real It's a real mountain, and it does have a giant octopus that you can walk underneath halfway up. That along sounds with, so cool. It's not a very steep climb either. Like, hmm. it's... it's. I think it only goes to, like, 600 metres above sea level. I mean, it's basically like showing a sort of a beginner's thing. Like, hey, yeah. people watching at home, if you want to try this out, cr- go here first. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, walking past people, and they haven't even put on, like, hiking equipment. They're just in their everyday clothes. And they're <laughs> just like, yeah, it's easy. It's fine. What are you doing? Yeah. So if you do want to catch Encouragement of Climb, you can catch it all on Crunchyroll. Um, it actually has all three seasons on there already, uh, and some of the OVAs too, which is pretty good. Um, and, you know, it's a good it's a good laugh, and especially... Especially when you can burn through that first season in an hour, that gives you a great opportunity to just go, is this for me? And if you're like, yeah, this is this is what I'm looking for, then fantastic. Because then you know you've got another 24, 37 episodes remaining at 15 minutes a pop. Does the three episode rule change when it's short form? I think it does. Because like when you're watching a normal, a normal show, that will take an almost an hour... It'd be about an hour ten once you remove any adverts um, to get through it. So about an hour worth of content normally will tell you exactly what you're looking for. I mm, guess. Mm. Um, well, it, not not in all cases, but usually. Um, but yeah, look, catch it on Crunchyroll. We can highly recommend it. We'll put up some details once again on socials to mm. explain how it all goes. But this does bring us to the cherry, the, the cherry. aforementioned cherry, the aforementioned cherry. We're ready on top. Wi-Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Now this is one of my favourite... This is your jam. ...favourite animes that I've ever seen. It is, of course, Yuru Camp. Also known... As Comfy Camp. I absolutely love that. And not just by us. Everyone on the internet. Yeah. 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 We watched through the first three episodes, I think, and we're just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, we were uh, just sitting there, just sinking into the couch with each passing moment, just going, oh. And I think one of us checked online for forums and stuff talking about it. I think it was you, Kenny. Well, at that point, we were like, this is just so comfy. It's not laid back camp. It's comfy camp. Yeah. And we just affectionately started recalling it that. So then I think I went yeah, on I to like you. look at a few forums. I think you were on anime list actually. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's just everyone in the forums was calling this comfy camp as well. It's basically a universally agreed thing. It this is comfy. Is it, comfy. It is so cozy and interestingly it's all about what well, starts off with winter camping. Mm. Um we, Which, you know, for those of you in the Northern Hemisphere right now, some of you I wouldn't recommend it for, but if you're in the right climate area, yeah. this could be lovely. You can actually achieve coziness outside camping. So the, um, the, we, we start with Shima Rin, mm. who is a young girl. She's the and blue-head girl on the title card for yeah. those looking. And she is cycling to her destination, which is opposite Mount Fuji. Mm. She sets up there. She sorts like we we just we watch her cycling to the place, going to the front desk, checking in, checking in. But like the guys, like you can take pine cones on any wood that you find. 
She's like, cool. She just cycles down, it is a very, sets up her tent. It's a very slow and sedate kind of a series. Uh, that's something I'd like to Every actually... Every step is measured. What, something I'd like to point out as well. So there was this resurgence in recent years of a type of TV that came out of Scandinavia referred to as slow TV. You know, like a, a train crossing like a mass distance and they've just... You just watch the camera for the entire thing. It's several I, hours. I could totally get lost into that. The, this, <laughs> I would say, Japan's anime equivalent style. This, this is about having, you know, it's mm-hmm. a deliberate story. There is a destination, but it's not a rush to get there. Mm-hmm. It's it's no. not like, you know, I've shown an anime where it's we want the next action out. hit. We want, what we want is just to be engaged by it and watch it and, and yeah. got be along for the journey. And that's what I love about this opening episode. Everything Rin does has been planned out and deliberated. So the site that she ends up on is Motosko. Mm. That's what it's called. And that's a real and place. Yes, it is. So, same sort of thing with Encouragement to Climb. Mm. Every location in Eurocamp is a real live campsite you can go to. Beautifully and just realistically rendered mm. by the artists. Mm. It is such beautiful landscapes as well. Oh, so interest and so in this first episode she set everything up, then she goes up to the front to go to the loo and she sees a girl lying asleep. There's Nadeshko. <laughs> yes. Kagamihara and Nadeshko. So she doesn't know this yet anyway. So she goes, so she's like, oh, okay, fair enough. That's cool. Anyway, she comes, I think she, like, later on, she comes back to the area. She knows, she notices that Nadeshko is gone. Turns around. Oh, this music. Thank you. It's so this lovely. This is Eurocamp's main theme, oh, and this gives you lovely. exactly the vibe of what's going on. But she notices that, that so so she notices that Nadeshko's gone, and she turns around, and there's Nadeshko. She is lost. She is scared. So Rin runs back to the camp, and <laughs> Nadeshko follows her, and Rin feeds her with the comfiest looking pot noodle I've ever seen. <laughs> What's your favourite pot oh noodle? The goodness. best is the curry I think we noodles. all went out to find pot noodle after We that. did. <laughs> I have a supplier. Yeah, and so that's not the end of their relationship when, Nadeshki, no. when Nadeshko gets picked up by her big sister. They end up running into each other at school. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's gradually building a group of five girls. You've got Nadeshko, you've got Rin, but then you've also got Chiaki, Aoi and Enna. Um, Enna only kind of really joins them at the very end, but it's kind of a ongoing story showing you how you can camp in Japan. Yes. Also being budget conscious considering they're students. Yes, mm. there is a constant narration whenever there is something to be explained. <gasps> yes, the narrator. Telling you how you can camp. Uh, the, the average price of firewood if you want to buy it from a, like a camping mm. location. The narrator sounds wise and jolly and... And he's, he's also giving you really useful information about cultural no-nos. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, you know, it's polite to do this. Don't do this. Make sure you clean this up when you're done. This is how you do that. So Yuru Camp is an anime about camping Mm. and everything that you can do while you're camping do while you're on your way to camping what you Mm. can eat what you can bring with you what rules to follow that's what it is and how delicious the food at a hot spring is oh boy onsen eggs yeah the onsen egg was i think episode five and i i need that in my life so onsen Mm. eggs um they're they're hard soft boiled eggs that have been boiled in the onsen i think Mm -hmm. they and then they're like crumb them them afterwards and fry them it's 
Yeah, it's just... So I'm just slowly like drooling here. We might have to replace all this electrical equipment, actually. (laughs) It is so comfy, this anime, that even just talking about it, I just feel calm. A bit bit zen, hey? Yeah. And it was... What was around... Like, before we watched this anime, I remember we sat down to watch just a bunch of things we had received Mm. for the series. And I remember the first one that we got was... um, was like dark magic summoning demons, people in Nazi uniforms. It was like oh yeah, this like scary yeah. looking thing, and we just sort of turned that off in five minutes. We were so bored. Yeah, of it. and I was thinking because one of my all another of my favorite animes is called Sakura Quest, mm-hmm. and oh. it's in a way that there, there are similarities. And I was, yeah. and that's quite a comfy anime to watch. I found it anyway, and I was like, and that is the thing. It's like we like our tastes t- sort of together have seemed to be. Going more towards the comfy we, side. We've got of these this things. big overlap coziness. between the three of us in that coziness. Like I don't and mind food. Like, yeah, and food. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I don't mind myself. You know, a, a bit of dark fantasy, a bit of grit, a mm. bit of horror, um, bit but, of shield here, a bit of Naruto. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you, you, you stretch it out. You look at all, everything that comes your path. But this, for some reason, for all three of us, we just in that first yeah. ten minutes, we're like. Yes. And not only us. Yeah. Uh, there are established figures that during the show's run, campsites in the Yamanashi prefecture in Japan saw a colossal spike in visitors. Wow. And uh, Rin drives a, uh, later on in the series, mm. she drives in a ep- little... In episode four, she gets the scooter. That's right, yes. Mm. A uh, Yamaha Vino scooter. Uh, in February of 2018, dealers reported that this brand of scooter <laughs> in the same colour as the one Rin had was sold out <laughs> across the nation. Everyone's getting in That's on the amazing. comfiness. Oh, and it's just like everyone seems to love this show. And I actually have found one other thing to love about it. What? Mm-hmm. I uh, went looking to see if other people had like done videos of them going to these mm. locations. And they have. They are all picture perfect. They are just oh, the serenity. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to have to do that. The uh, first location, Lake Motosu. Uh, someone has done a video of them going there and camping and stuff. And you remember the first bit where Rin goes into the shop and there's this man with a, like this awesomely sized hat and like mm-hmm. nice facial hair? He's there. He's <laughs> real. He's real. What? This is a real guy in a real location. We need to go find him and take a photo with him. It all looks exactly like it does in the anime. Oh, I love amazing. it when this sort of thing happens. This happened with um, A Place Further Than the Universe yeah. as well. Yeah. Because yes, uh, are we allowed to are we allowed to say where they end up in there? Yeah, they end up in Fremantle. That's local to us. That's Free near us. It's yeah. We we, we will <laughs> we will talk about this uh, show as part of next year. We've uh, already got a bit of a plan in motion. There will be a video, um, probably one of our first videos, because we are looking to step in that YouTube area. And I felt such a surge of pride in seeing that location. Mm. On an anime. I, oh, absolutely. And so, you know, seeing notable. this guy, this anime character is real in the flesh in real life. I just felt so happy. And <laughs> you know what's also wonderful about this? I think there's only one point of tension during this. <laughs> yes. Um, I've identified what I feel it is. It's in episode six when Rin gets a mini grill and they want to grill some meat on it. <laughs> yeah. But the meat that they wanted to grill is sold out. No. Oh, no. Say what, it ain't so. What do? No. They have to find a different meat. Yeah, this is the point of conflict in the show. <laughs> That's the most so you I felt ever that get. even in the episode where Rin gets a bit lost because there's a, a, a road closure, I felt mm. like 
this meat episode was a little bit higher in tension. <laughs> higher stakes yeah, because, because steak is involved. Because for Rin, uh, for that road closure one, all that really could cost it was Rin like driving a bit further through some lovely countryside. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, look, Eurocamp, um, this aired in early 2018. Um, they then had the Eurocamp Secret Society Blankment, Blanket Enrollment Briefing. I'm sorry, there's a secret there's society? There's a secret society. <laughs> what? So, this was a special event by the creators of Eurocamp um, to talk about the upcoming plans. So we've got a short form anime season starting in January called Heyer Camp or Room oh, Camp. Yes. And there's another full season on the way with a film project as well and a live action drama series which is airing in oh, January I am next year. So down. Yeah, it's the full cast is up online as well. If you go look on Anime News, you can have a look there. Um, but this, the English releases of this manga, not even just the anime, the manga, have been included on the American Library Association's list of 2019's greatest graphic novels. Oh, yes. The manga was also nominated for an Eisner Award in the category Best US Edition of an International Material in 2019 as well. But it's an anime about Yep. Young high school girls going camping. And do, do you want to know why? It's wholesome. It is yeah. It is easy. It is literally wholesome. everyone can watch it. It's, it's probably one of the most accessible shows that has been done as such a high quality that's available that all audiences will appreciate if they're into looking to hearing about this sort of thing. It's just... It's... Yeah. I, I love it's, this anime and everyone yeah. else seems to love it. It's, it is wonderful. Uh, it is a wonderful anime. If you haven't heard of it, now you have. Go out, find it. It's on Crunchyroll. Watch it. It's just lovely. Mm. There's nothing that I can find to actually like lower my my opinion of it. Yeah. I haven't found anything yet. My last word on the matter is that I think it was that the voice actresses were just in the studio doing their voice acting thing for this, and they thought, "Man, wouldn't it be great if we could go out camping to these places?" And then the series was announced. Hey, fun fact: uh, Ray Takahashi is one of the voice actors in this. There is a video where she goes camping with some of the cast. Does she oh, take a break? <laughs> what? I need to watch this. Yes, you do. Anyway, uh, check it out on Crunchyroll because uh, that, that's all the time we have for today. Kawaii Fire Radio. Wake up, Kenny. I'm so comfy. So comfy. <laughs> so thanks for joining us on this episode of Kawaii Fi Radio. That's all the time we have for now. And for next time, we are doing something we like to call enforced <laughs> viewing. Ah, uh, yes. Each of us has chosen an anime that the others have not seen, and we will be subjecting oh them God. to it before our next episodes. Things are bound to get interesting. See, when you talk like that, I have serious concerns about <laughs> what you've picked. Don't mind me, I'm still just... Just all zend out. Oh, I'm zend so out. zend out. You're in comfy camp zone. I am. Um, basically, I can't exit the zen. You can't exit the zen. But don't forget to head over to our Facebook page for anime news and videos. And if you enjoyed listening, make sure you like and subscribe to get our latest episode straight to your preferred device. And watch Comfy Camp. <laughs> You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, watch, watch some anime. anime.